Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings to you, and thank you for joining us here on another episode of Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I'm Baby New Year, Dan Conroy. And I'm slightly older fraternal twin Baby New Year co-host person, Bobby O'Rourke. Not identical, of course, because we don't share the same kind of massive scar on our face that depicts the future. Right, Bobby? Yeah, I'm I'm a little embarrassed you keep bringing my scar up, but yes, we both don't have that. Yeah, I was going to say you have it, which is pretty cool. It's a little frightening, though. The future looks grim, but Bobby's face looks beautiful, and it looks gorgeous on this shining new year, which we are currently recording this in, in 2023. Bobby, How are you feeling with this new year so far? Is it a shining beacon of hope or did you just go back to bed? You know, I think we can only look forward, you know, that famous line from Tony Kushner's play Angels in America, the world only spins forward. I think about that a lot. I got to spend not New Year's Eve, but New Year's Eve Eve with you and some chums of ours got no complaints about that. So I got some locks and bagels, mm-hmm. as we discussed before the mic started uh, recording, hopefully, unless people really want to get into our lives about uh, what we do, not in the shadows, which is a great show, but what we do in the pre-recording times. I got no complaints. There's there's cards to be had. There's holidays coming up. There's good friends. There's good people. Uh, I'm sure there will be trials, but you know we can only go forward. How about you, Dan? I agree with a lot of that sentiment, if not all of it, Bobby. I feel the same way. To quote Fleischman is in trouble, which is nowhere as good as Angels in America, but it's just a quote that I can think of off the top of my head about time right now. Uh, and specifically, the idea of we are only as young as we ever are in this moment, right now, right now right Mm. now so we enjoy it while we can and i am feeling the same way hopeful and grateful for the friends family and bobbies in my life one in particular i'm not gonna say who Mm. and it's bobby bobby fisher i think right the the chess champion i am i'm not grateful for bobby fisher because of a lot of the the things he said in the 80s up until his death but um he got really he got really off the rails there i liked uh, you know i'm grateful for young bobby fisher thanks for without you we would not have the musical chess and that's where One Night in Bangkok came from. And that's a great uh, jam you guys should listen to. Oh, isn't Anthem so good, too? I love the song Anthem. That's a good one. Murano is beautiful. There's a lot of good songs from that musical, really, that that didn't do very well on Broadway. But Angels in America did, huh? Wait, was Angels in America... On- that was Broadway, right? Or not off-Broadway? Eventually. I mean, it was off-Broadway, and then it came to Broadway. Actually, fairly before the pandemic, it, we saw the production with Nathan Lane as uh, Roy Cohn, and it was, among other Andrew Garfield was in it. It was a great performance, but Nathan Lane as Roy Cohn was uh, quite quite a thing to see. Very, very thankful. I heard that was it. amazing. Heard that was very, very incredible. Yeah, I'm excited for this upcoming new year, but I feel like... With new years comes new revelations and also new desires. And it's not really like resolutions that I'm looking towards. More like what would we like this year to be for us? If we could take this year in the palm of our hands like little baby chicken and we are sort of petting it and we are saying you will do my work as I see fit and then kiss it right on the head and say we love it. This year specifically in the realm of our bullshit, which is greeting cards, Bobby, is there a direction you would like to see this year 
go? Is there anything in particular you would like to see from the industry, how we do things here, how the cards themselves are structured? What do you need out of this year? And be honest, because its ears are open, but its uh, mind is shut. That's the way I often behave. And look how far I've got. <laughs> I, I'm, I've got a ears podcast. Ears are open, mind are shut. Mind are open. <laughs> I think from this year... I really do want to hit up the tinier stores and see what kind of strange hole-in-the-wall cards are out there because mm, living in yeah. a metropolitan area dominated by, you know, Walgreens, Dwayne Reed, CVS, etc. Out there, I travel a bit. I'm lucky enough sometimes to get out uh, and, and go see the world. And there are plenty of places that just have little nooks filled with cards. And I'm sure among them is some hidden gem that was hidden for a reason. And, and much like any good thriller slash horror from the 90s it's always uh, some white guy who just says i'm gonna take this ar artifact and, and not really study it i'll just have it and put it in my mantle and then sure enough it comes back to haunt you in some way or if it's like wishmaster it's never a bad thing yeah just like wishmaster it'll make an ironic decision about what you actually meant to wish for and hilarity ensues that's all you need is just the hilarity to come in from your decision to take an artifact that's clearly not yours and it's funny that we didn't talk more about how all of those horror movies were basically describing the thing that white people did for centuries, which is take an artifact from some place to another. It was definitely a fantastic metaphor for why you should not be taking things from countries that aren't yours, but never seem to got, get the message. <laughs> that That is definitely a good resolution to want for this upcoming year is the... Because on this, I feel like we often talk about, we say the word Dwayne Reed often or, or like CVS. We always go to the same like convenience stores because that's where the joke terrible greeting cards are that we have a, a laugh with but i feel like they're like you just said a treasure trove of smaller places to look into i mean the amount of independent printing presses that exist now there are a couple that i actually enjoy within this city and with in the place that i particularly live so i feel like there's a lot of opportunity to see cards from there and i think that's definitely something we can spotlight on this podcast this year yeah i'm so i'm looking forward to new places with new cards i want to actually kind of make one too because i just made a card for my father whose birthday mm. just passed and happy birthday to him happy birthday to shout out to terry shout out terry and every year i think i mentioned this my family kind of makes cards for one another but they're very simple right. i mean clip art from word simple you know they're they're nothing or i'm not a great artist but i made one and it kind of gives a little extra oomph if you're not particularly artistic like I am because it shows you spend some time making something. Often you can copy and paste, you know, public domain photos or art, whatever, and add a nice little note and you can personalize them. So it's not a big burden on someone who doesn't feel comfortable expressing themselves artistically while also being perhaps a little more fulsome than just getting a card that says happy birthday and it has a lemon on it and then no other context so those are my two this year those are the two big resolutions card wise that i'm going to uh take part in i feel like we didn't bring this up or it's fair to say i didn't bring this up with the last episode we did with our guests of the podcast uh gabby napoli and andrew miller Andrew was making a great point about the renaissance of using Microsoft Publisher as a means to create a greeting card for somebody you love. And one of the tenements of that that were so great, or tenants, I should say, uh, one of tenements. the tenants, it's, it's a bit of a slum. Yeah, that that area. It's a, the, sl the slums of uh, the slums of Microsoft Publisher and other <laughs> tales by Neil Simon. The the one of the tenants, I feel like of publisher that was great was you could express those inside jokes with your 
family from your creation that you just certainly couldn't get from a greeting card that you're going to purchase. And there just would not be enough real estate on the card itself to get that across. Or it'd be too awkward because now you're competing with a joke that already exists within the card. So in that fashion, you have just all the time in the world. And Andrew was actually Andrew was actually talking about that with this coffee card where, you know, I think there was a coffee maker for his mom and he was able to put a little joke in there. So that I think is a fantastic thing to move forward in the year to expressing more so and also looking for those indie cards that might get a little bit closer to the exact emotion that you want because they've got that freedom that the big wigs just don't have because they're a little too big to fail, even though they are kind of failing in the small joke department. Now, talking about new resolutions that I want, I really just had one that I was thinking about today, and that was I want more regulation. Let's talk about it here, folks. Let's get political. I need more regulation. Even the large pharmacies like your Dwayne's, like your CVS's, like your Walgreens, I need more regulation for a well-stocked and well-kept greeting card aisle because the variety of quality that you will find in these places is it's it's indescribable just how different the quality is of one pharmacy to another in their greeting card areas. I've been to some that are the entire aisle and they're well stocked and well lit and they've got them for holidays that are coming up three months from now. And then I've got others that are not even an afterthought. They're like a subconscious thought. They're like <laughs> what they're like, oh, right. We need this to do this legally. Either, otherwise, we won't be considered a pharmacy. And it is depressing. So. I'm hoping that this year, kind of like the secret, if I you know put it out in the universe and also put it on a wishing board or what do they call those again? I called it a wishing board, but it's actually called Pinterest goal board. What's that? Is it Pinterest? If I put it up on Pinterest, if I put a comment on Pinterest, <laughs> do people still do that? Are there still Pinterest boards? Shout out! If I, you have a Pinterest I board, I still let us have know. my Pinterest board from my scenic art class that I had a scenic design class in college. So that's still up somewhere where I was just looking up light fixtures for a set of a play that I'm never going to, I'm never going to put up in my life. So uh, if I ever do uh, Yasmina Reza's art, then I definitely know what the <laughs> one room is going to be. Uh, you always love those uh, modern French plays. I mean that, that your whole Pinterest board is just filled with those and i liked it but i don't know why other people didn't fun fact i only chose that play because it happens in two rooms total and i think i even argued that it only needs to happen in one room which is the room in which they look at the art piece with i think it's not yvonne what's the other guy's name anyways it was like the one and uh still got a decent grade so suck it yeah art is stupid but it's better than my agreed it's better than my pinterest board which was just pictures of harold pinter uh, who I have an interest in, and that was my Pinterest board. Wait, and who's Harold Pinter again? He wrote another play. Well, this is a very theatrical episode. I like this. So yeah, we're far. having a very we're having yeah. a theatrical time here. He wrote Betrayal, which is the play that happens about a breakup backwards, and I believe it's what the Seinfeld episode was influenced by, where they go to India and they tell the whole story in backwards succession. Oh yes, yes, yes. So okay, that yeah, board yeah. still exists, and it takes up a full wall in my bedroom, and I've been asked to take it down, and I won't do it. You won't, no matter how many times, Maddie asked politely like, that, that's load-bearing this isn't cork. just your bedroom this is our bedroom <laughs> <laughs> we both have to share this space together <laughs> and i can't see this anymore <laughs> that's the only reason why you're on there is to kind of see his kind of unhappy face now that i'm seeing it it's just photos of him over and over and everyone's like this is you you more for people's artwork and furniture and things you might like for your house i had a lot of thumbtacks and they weren't going anywhere so i said why not just use them to post a lot of these photos up on the that's wall that's your excuse for everything is that you have a lot of thumbtacks that's why you're 
That's why you have that entire room of sticks posters in your bathroom. I won't apologize for growing up, you know, in good circumstances. I had access to a lot of thumbtacks. Yeah, you were privileged. That's that's the real. I mean, the nepotism in this world is too many thumbtacks. When you say regulation, you you want regularity in terms of how available things are. So yours is not necessarily the same cards. You just want sections that are all eight by ten, four rows. They cover. Perhaps uh, birthdays, Christmas, holidays, Mother's Day, Hanukkah, and then maybe a section for the one-offs, or do you want to see sort of more of a jumble? You want to see size regularity, or do you want to see tone and holiday regularity, or perhaps both? My theory, which is incredibly educated and absolutely not off the top of my head because I was thinking about how to start the podcast this week, is that... Give it the size and the space and the variety will flow like wine. So if Mm. we create a larger space and you get the full aisle for the greeting cards, there will be more spaces for Arbor Day, St. Swithin's Day, Second Mother's Day, all of the holidays we forget about. Step Uncle's Eve. Uh, Step Uncle's Eve, St. Uncle's Second Day. Uh, We can all have these. Did you... How... Well, let me ask, how do you guys in your home celebrate St. Uncle's Day? Is it still with the ball bearings in the bathtub? We always face toward Florida when we gesticulate. Mm. and You got to look south when you're praying. Otherwise, you won't reach Florida because, as we all know, St. Uncle comes from the Keys. We get in our uh, Honda Odyssey gold from 2001. And we face mm-hmm. Florida. <laughs> that's, and we, yeah, I should have said that in a better way. I agree. That's not. No, the, I just love the descriptor. That's Go not on. the order of adjectives. I have a master's degree. No problem. We get in our 2001 gold Honda Odyssey and we face Florida and we put our left turn signal on and we just sit. And that's what you do the whole time. And probably because I, I come from more of the Orthodox celebrating mm. uh, St. Uncle's Day. So we do get in the 2001 gold Honda Odyssey. But you have to be sure that you are just blaring Lido Shuffle by Skaggs. And if you're not doing it for the full two and a half hours over and over, then you're just not going to get the same. It's not the spiritual fulfillment that is so important on St. Uncle's Day. It needs to cover dinner time from 2.30 to 5 p.m. Full three course dinner and it's all salmon. Salmon eggs, salmon roe, which is eggs. Don't know why I said it twice. Salmon roll with the cream cheese, salmon baked, salmon raw. Eat it all. That's what St. Uncle would have wanted if he was still alive and had not been martyred in that he doesn't talk to us anymore because he's in the deep woods. <laughs> Happy St. Uncle's to you. Now, Bobby, when you are saying visiting now, because I thought yours was very interesting in resolution. So if we're going to more indie greeting cards, are we talking like artisanal printers? Are we talking about or do you also kind of like what I was saying about the variety in in the pharmacy? You're looking for different topics or varieties that greeting cards would be a part of. It doesn't necessarily matter where they come from. It's more like I got to keep my eyes open. I have to be more aware of my surroundings. I've walked into many construction zones, Mr. Magoo, like and just walked on floating, uh, you know, Well, I tell you to put your glasses on and you never do it. So you're always going to pull a Magoo if you don't. They make me look like a dweeb. I won't do but it. But a cool dweeb. Nerds are cool now, man. It's hip to be square. Don't you learn anything from who, Huey Lewis in the news? I haven't Huey seen a movie since. I'm sorry, what did you call them? I called him Huey Lewis in the news. Like somebody did, like he was trying to be a Huey Lewis in the news. Like someone's trying to do a bit about not knowing him. Bushwa. Uh, I won't, I won't listen to them. I meant more like I have to go into convenience stores that I wouldn't necessarily think there's a rack of cards available, but there probably is somewhere. Just being sort of aware, you know, greeting cards pop up in the strangest of places, as I'm sure you've found too, and probably listeners as well. They, they're they just racks in random 
candy stores, uh, department stores, large, you know, Walmart, Target areas, uh, bookstores have a whole bunch. They just sort of come up in really odd places. And it's a matter of me turning around and saying, really take a look at what's on the shelf here, using the thesis of our podcast, really, and saying, what are these actually about? And take a close look, because I think you'll be terrified of what you find. I think more introspection into our knowledge of greeting cards, as well as where we can find them, would make for this a very rich year. And I think I'm going to follow suit as well and look a little bit harder into the places I might not expect to find greeting cards and see what I delve into, because I think some of the funnier ones we found were places that we did not expect were going to be very funny. So I think that is going to be fertile ground for us in this coming 2023. It, be- it better be. It better be. Or it'll be the same ground and fertile as it always is, which is enough to sustain you and me and sometimes a guest. So if that's that's enough nutrition for us and that's all that matters. Maybe it'll be like the origins. I know a favorite subject of yours, corn from from the from the new world is I've been just reading a little bit and they don't know. Am I right in thinking they don't know where corn germinated originally from because it's not found necessarily. They, they've never found the seed from which corn as we know it comes from it's it's come from somewhere some mixing that no one's found and that's how i want my greeting card experience to be is i'm never quite sure where the genesis of an idea started but i'm glad i have the finished product in my hand that's all that matters because if you think about it the original idea which is like teo scent it's a difficult seed that we have to take the kernels off of each individual one and that's kind of like the original idea you don't want that you want the thing that's evolved after that the sort of evolved thought over and over and over the genetically modified thought Otherwise, that first one's just not a. It's like a don't think twice scenario. You gotta, you gotta. If you've already thought it, it's bad. Go to the one you haven't thought of yet, and that's your actual idea. Your first instinct is your best instinct. I, I recently was talking to somebody and brought up how I just keep bringing up corn and the corn subsidy, and they were like, "Why do you keep doing that?" And I'm like, "I don't have a good answer for it." They're like, "Do you like corn that much?" And I'm like, "Not necessarily. Corn's fine. I just got around to liking corn as a dessert." There's dessert flavors of corn now. Really? Uh, like corn. Well, like corn ice cream. And there's other kinds of cakes made with corn. Not just like cornbread, but like more sweeter. And uh, got to say, if you haven't had it, worth trying it out. Mm. You heard it here probably first. We have no idea to tell. Just assume we're first. We're first. And you didn't hear it anywhere else. And we will ban anybody who says otherwise. Yeah. But speaking of making a meals of both corn and cards, Bobby, I see you got an empty plate. Mind if I fill it? Oh, please do. I'm coming back for first, but I imagine I'll come back for thirds afterwards. Well, it's all you can eat until the card is done, which means it's only about three plates. And if you yourself are hungry for some sweet, sweet entree greetings, be sure to check us out at Greetings Pod on Instagram and at Greetings cast on Twitter for as long as that lasts. Seems to be doing okay, although I just read today that the Twitter employees are bringing their own toilet paper because of budget cuts, so we'll see how long that goes. <laughs> uh, we'll have that greeting card up for you guys when this comes up. Bobby, let me know when you are ready to go, and the magic will flow in 2023. First off, to the Twitter people, I just want to say we stand in solidarity with whoever eventually wins. Yeah, whoever that is, congratulations. We hope you'll enjoy us as friends and allies. <laughs> Wait, do we really want to do that? No. <laughs> I disagree. I okay, I, back up, back I up, wanna, back up. I want to just say something less awful for the listener, but I think of something less awful, I will say it, but don't take me at my word. Never listen to what I say. That's what I'm, that's the Greetings, the Greening Guard podcast are our own island. We do not follow in the solidarity with anybody else. We are here for ourselves, and if you want to come on board, we'll love you no matter what. Yeah, we're <laughs> isolationist, think. if anything. We don't want to be involved in the, the, the Mexican-American war. We have no, we have no horse in that that race we don't have any horses that's the problem we haven't bought a horse yet but once we get a horse then we'll talk about casual warfare which 
is what I call dating. Okay. Casual. I've opened the card. Uh, Great. And I'm getting some, I'm going to describe the vibes I'm getting from this card. So we are at background, some sort of busy diner. It seems there's, there's coffee advertisements in the back and a, a, a plump T-bone steak drawing on the back. There's that I can only describe as diner gray stainless steel, you know, back wall. There's coffee cups, there's a sink, there's a counter, there's... Uh, in the foreground, there's a coffee cup that looks like there's a puddle of coffee around the cup, like someone just made a ring around it. I don't think there's coffee in the cup. Maybe there is, I can't see. There's change, a lot of pennies and a nickel. I think I'm counting... One, two, three, five. I'm counting 13 cents, I believe, which is not a good tip, unless, depending on what decade we're in, I don't think it's a great tip. No. <laughs> Kind of any decade. I, I don't think probably a good cents. probably a good tip. And what do you think? Maybe like after nineteen thirty five, that stops being a good tip. I, I think. would think so. Yeah, that that's around the time that the dollar becomes you can't you can't give a tip without paper money. Probably after nineteen thirty five, I would say. I think so. Yeah, unless I mean this individual. Not to jump ahead of your description, but this individual clearly bought two plates of food and a cup of coffee. I think at least a dollar tip, right? That's what I would do. But I, we're we're generous tippers, as has been said many times. In this podcast I, that's what i want people to know about me and not that i pick sides in the twitter wars that we're going through and no i don't i want you guys to forget all that stuff we said earlier about twitter and accepting anybody that comes on and i want you to only remember that both bobby and dan regularly tip 130 percent every time they go out we're broke but we always give 130 percent, no matter what we do we're <laughs> no matter exhausted. what we do we're giving 130 percent. we are so tired <laughs> we're so exhausted there's a empty plates with cake on top that look like they're being bust and let's not bury the lead here dan the main character of the card is i was waiting a- for you to get to it yeah well i was i was trying to set the stage you were and there's a very hashtag grumpy cat I think no. I don't know if the hashtag counts or not, but I know the grumpy cat was. We'll a put big it. In, thing. We'll put it in the descriptor. Okay, great. Big thing I believe for our generation's shorthand comedy on social media was cats <laughs> that seemed very upset at something. He's he or she. Joy is the name. I don't want to gender the cat. We don't know what could happen. Is in. <laughs> it's an apron, but it looks more like a lingerie sort of nighty. Doesn't really have the apron. Sort it, of feel I think it. that's because not to inter- constantly interrupt your descriptor, but just no, to like give should. some context, Absolutely. it's it's got a sort of lace around it, which yeah. feels a little bit more. And also, it looks like it's made out of a sort of velvet or velveteen. So it's got a more intimate design for an apron if you're working. What is clearly like not exactly a greasy spoon, but it's it's a chrome diner. It clearly like Buddy Holly could be playing in the background right now with this cat server. I'll say it. It's a provocative outfit. Listen, in regards to cat outfits, it's pretty provocative. And I think you'd agree with us if you check it out on Greetings Pod or on Twitter at Greetings Cast. It is, I think, unconventional, though, for an apron of this job. Because it looks a little too nice for something that's just going to get a lot of meat slop on it. I agree. Uh, there's even the cap that, what do they used to call them? Soda jerks, which I always felt was a little mean. Yeah. More. Yeah, that was a little, well, they probably all were. You know, you only hire the jerkiest kid in town to be that job. To like, you know, make banana float. Banana splits? Banana splits. Banana floats. But that's. <laughs> It's when it, so that is just a Coke with a banana in it. It's no ice cream. He just dipped the <laughs> banana in the Coke. He just poured a glass of Pepsi and stuck a banana in it. Here's your banana float, dum dum. That'll be fourteen cents. Fourteen cents. That's outrageous. And the cat. Uh, I'll just finish off with a description of the cat. Golden slash vanilla cupcake style sort of uh, color of hair. A pencil behind the yeah. ear. Classic 
put upon waiter or waitress at a diner. No words, really, except for the advertisements in the back. It's just a picture of a grumpy cat. And one can only guess, I suppose, at what's inside. Dan, when you saw this card, what were your feelings? How did you find it? Give me the scoop. What was going on in your brain? Let me give you the full rundown. I was with friend of the podcast, Jeff Jacobs. If you have not heard of him, he's a fantastic musician. Check out the Milk Barn Sessions. It's an amazing album. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find that on Spotify or wherever fine music streaming can be streamed. I believe Apple Music is also an option, you ding-dongs. Don't make me do the work for you. His instrument is the band, not the banjo. What is is Jeff's instrument? He plays guitar. He plays, I I think he's played banjo in the past, but I believe uh, he plays guitar for for this but we were walking together during the feast of san Gennaro, and if you walk on i believe it's mulberry street in little italy you will find an all year round christmas store which is one of the more psychotic things that we have in this country (laughs) Uh, the fact that i can go somewhere like that in march i don't believe that should be legal only because i am not in the mindset of christmas then and I don't think it should be available to us then that is a very specific window when that should be allowed I don't have the same problem with your long Halloween stores. There's something wrong about it with Christmas. Don't at me about it. I don't know what my problem is. But to continue on with my story that's already going too long, we wandered into this Christmas store during Feast of San Gennaro as a bit of a joke. And amongst the other Christmas-themed greeting cards, this was there. And what I thought was interesting was there is nothing holiday-themed about it. I mean, the closest thing to the merriment or or aesthetic of the holidays is probably the sexy cat apron that we were talking about the sexy cat apron we were talking about it's funny to say that twice say it three times just so we conjure it sexy cat apron burn yeah and nothing else in this is holiday themed in fact it's funny because you can really go anywhere with this card one thing that I thought was funny, Bobby, that I just saw as we were as you were describing it, over the advertisement for coffee, you can see a little it looks like it's a bill like a sticker or maybe like a little joke placard, but it just says I love my job above the cat. I oh, don't know it if does. that was underneath the big coffee advertisement. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it says coffee in town. I'm assuming they're saying best coffee in town. But yeah, it just says I love my job, which if you guys can see this cat, it's doing a little stink eye to us. I just don't think he or she agrees with us. This is more about the diner aesthetic than anything else, but let me point it out. Who orders a T-bone steak at a diner? Maybe I'm just limited, but diners, I think we they definitely even said, exist. They exist, I know, but we even said Breakfast or hamburgers, right? Kind of is the wheelhouse of the diner, but they do specialize in everything. So you credit where credit is due. I've just never ordered a steak at a diner. So I'm I'm judging those who have. And I'm just very mean this episode. I just want to say it out loud. Bobby has got his claws out this episode. And that's what I want from 2023. Rare. You know what? I didn't come in with enough beans this episode. And so I'm getting them now, now that we're talking to each other. It always yeah. takes a little talking with Bobby for me to get, you know, the juices flowing. This year, we're getting meaner. We're getting more critical. We're getting angry. We want answers. Are we going to sign petitions? Yes. Are you guys going to sign them with us? Probably not. Because we don't have that many listeners. But the point is, we're going to get some stuff done. Right, Bobby? Change.org backslash greetings. Make greeting cards better again now. For the first time. Make greeting cards better for the first time. I never got the T-bone steak or any steak in general from a diner, but I know they exist. And I maybe that's something I've got to do in this new year. You know, we're talking about a new year is about 
doing things differently, but it's also about new experiences. And throughout my life living amongst diners, as Bobby, you have as well, because of our geographic areas in which we were raised, mm -hmm. the steak was always there, but it, I never thought it would be good quality because of where we were. But now that I think about it, imagine going and like getting the best steak of your life, perfectly seared, perfect temperature in a diner at like 2 a.m. That would be... That would be life-changing. And I wonder if maybe I could get lucky enough and find it. Maybe that's going to be my new white whale. If you want to go, I'll go with you and we can do some experiments because we're nothing if not scientists, as I think I've said on this podcast. We owe it to the listener. We do. And if we're going to get our doctorates anytime soon, we're going to have to start putting the man hours. And you know what they say? 10,000 hours of eating a steak at a diner makes you a good steak eater at a diner. So let's go to that diner on 14th We've all Street. heard it. I'm surprised you even finished the phrase. It's so common. I didn't think we even needed to get through the whole thing. I feel like, you know, I've seen it on so many primitives by Kathy. I don't even know why I said it. It's up there with live, laugh, love. You see it too many times. Don't talk to me until I've had my T-bone steak from a diner. Everyone remembers that T-shirt from your favorite receptionist at a doctor's office. Also, the cup... I want to look this up later because sometimes I really like finding these because I used to find them on glass bottles. There is a logo on the coffee cup. It, I think it's BBB or it's 888. If you guys are looking at it on the social media, you can kind of see it's a little skewed. It's elongated. So I can't tell if that is a number or a letter, but I feel like that is something I'm going to have to look up later. Oh, wow. You have such an eye for detail. I am really want to find out. I'm always a little nervous when there's an insignia of an eagle doing anything because I feel like, yeah. unfortunately, that symbol yep. has been co-opted by several groups that just yes. do not really like what eagles do, which is look majestic and hunt snakes, which I feel like is really the wheelhouse. If we're going to stand for anything here on Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast, we are going to say, stop using eagles as a logo. We did it. It's done. It got co-opted too many times. We all had a great a time. time. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's over. You know, we got to move on. There are so many birds. Why Why can't we? One person used the turkey. It was suggested and then it got thrown away. Turkeys are great. They are a little freaky looking, which is great. They have a fun gobble sound. They're delicious food. Uh, I've never had turkey eggs, but I'm excited for the chance in which I'll get one to do it in the future. Well, we got to go to I'm the diner. Do. I'm sure turkey eggs are on the menu. Oh, turkey eggs and T-bone steaks. That's what we eat. <laughs> That's how we eat this year. Steak and eggs is actually a real dish. We could make this work. No, but we're asking for the weirdest one. We're asking for tea. We might as well be asking for ostrich steaks at that point, mm. which, oh my God, if they, had, if they had that option at a diner, that'd be great. Uh, the pencil of the cat is backwards. It's important to point that out. Yes. So, you know, that cat is not writing down the order and is going to get it wrong. You asked for the orange pound cake and you got the lemon angel cake. It's like, come on now. I know you've been on a shift for 18 hours and your feet are killing you, but come on. This is a, a well-respected establishment. Get the order right. And you have four feet and they're all hurting you. So that's got to be tough for you being a cat and all that. I just love that there's no hint as to where this card is going on the beginning. That's what that's what attracted me to it when I went from across the room and said, yes, you must be mine. I must take a photo of this and bring it to Bobby later is that I don't know what avenue it's trying to bring you. And we've said this about other cards in the past, but there's at least an ending to this. And I'm very excited for you to continue going through this and seeing where it does lead you because I have not stopped thinking about this card since I found it. And this was months ago, like months and months ago. I love the romance of your card discoveries because they're like our eyes met across a crowded off-brand Christmas shoppy. 
and I was a young man looking for love, and she was a card that gave no indication as to what was on the inside, and that only made her more desirable. I never said this before to you or anybody who listens to this show, but every time I find the greeting card that is the one for the week in which I want to talk about it, Forever Young by Alphaville plays in my head, (laughs) and it's the whole song, and I just sit there, and I just hear it like, let's dance in style, let's dance for a while. And that is why I usually get asked by the cashiers at these pharmacies, are you all right? Do you want me to call somebody? Do you have some place you can stay? Like, they just need to know I'm doing well because it it looks like I'm going through something there. Well, they care. You know, you order the turkey and T-bone and you get make some friends along the way. You order the turkey and T-bone and friends come to you because they know you're someone that can be trusted. The turkey, eggs, and T-bone. I want them on top of the T-bone steak. I want it in a pile. I, I have no idea where this card is going. I, I yeah. That was my last comment was, this could say, happy VJ day, you know, for all I know. Like, like, <laughs> like for all I'm aware of. It kind of would be, you know, this would be a VE day or VJ day card based on the sort of style we got going on here. It does kind of feel like that this is a real, like, 40s, like, Hope those boys are doing all right in Germany sort of vibe with the diner. Uh, I'm going to move on and, and I, I, I'll i put a bet down if you want. I mean, if is it even worth me trying to guess what's on the inside or should I just move on without any yeah. sort of skin in the game? Throw something at the wall. If it doesn't stick, the cat will lick it up. And by that, I mean the cat on this card. My first instinct to go back to what we said, you know, first thought, best thought was some sort of birthday where they say, you know... Be less grumpy and order the turkey. Oh, the turkey eggs so this is birthday. so this is a card you think that is calling out that grumpy friend in your family or the friendship group, the one that like is going to complain about something whenever you go out. Something's not going to be right about their food or about the service or about where they are or it took them too long to get here or it's too cold outside. That person that no matter how hard you try, they have to be slightly miserable. Is that is that right? Yeah, it's just someone who no matter how many times you go to the diner and you say we're all doing turkey and T-bone, he says, no, I'll just do a cup of warm tea water and a single pancake that fell off someone else's plate there. And You know say, what's funny is that I like the T-bone for the steak, but admittedly when I go out for tea water, I don't like that the T-bone is in the water. I, I feel like that's I what like flavors my- it. It's not tea water otherwise. Am I just getting too spoiled? Like I'm really into boneless water anymore. I feel like that's kind of where I am now, where I like it. I, I don't I used to like bone in water when I was in my 20s. Now it's a little too hard. You know, it's too tough for my teeth. Look, tastes change. Bones change. Many of them. You can't keep but water is forever. Water is forever. Remember that. <laughs> Remember that, kids. Water is forever. So this is for this is I, I, I will I will take the bet. The house will take the bet. It's a 20 to one odds. And we're going to need most of your leg hair if you're wrong, that this is a card for the grumpy person in your life but in a fun sort of joking way i'm happy to place that bet it's a good thing i haven't shaved in 31 years so yeah we should be good let me get the new year's tablet and luckily my cuneiform is really good this is the noise of someone writing on a slab and there we go okay so i've written wet it's very wet clay that's why it did not sound at all like i was getting chunks out of a big old piece of hardened clay either way the bed is in may god have mercy on your soul go to the next page i'm here right now and i I have to ask i'm looking at a blank cream colored page you know Uh off-white eggshell there's, uh-huh. there's what appears to be a classic cup mug ring 
you know, that you oh. find uh, what I thought was, uh, was was part of that. And so, Dan, I have to ask, is this part of the card or did you put your tea water on top of this card and forget about it and take a photo of it and then give it to me? Bobby, glad you asked. First off, so glad to be here today. Second of all, so glad you're here with me. I'm having a great beginning of the year with you. Third of all, this is part of the GD card. This is absolutely a printed, <laughs> illustrated I love that. coffee oh. ring. Oh, this God. is a coffee mug ring, which I feel because here's something that I didn't notice earlier. I did not know months ago that there was such a pool of spilled coffee in the saucer below the cup. I had really never seen that, to oh, be yes, honest. Oh, yes, right. And now I am seeing that that is probably connected somehow to our second page that you guys can see that there is a really well done printed coffee ring on this card. It looks like they might have done it individually for each printed card. I mean, clearly they didn't. I love the idea of this is someone individually putting on a coffee stain on each page just for the joke of it right here. That would be such a blast to know that happened. But alas, I believe it is only a printing of it. But that is all we have here. It's maybe the cat is mad that you screwed up the card already. This page by itself in isolation is my favorite card of this batch that we've been doing since the last Greets Giving because it, it really fooled me. I thought like, oh, Dan made a mistake and he bought this card and put down his coffee and then ruined it, but said, I'm not going to buy another one. I'm not, I'm not rich. I'm going to just eat not only am I Not only am I not buying another one, but I refuse to have taken a photo of it, of a new one, so that at least can look fresh for you. It's like, nope, what I've got is what I've got. Mm -hmm. This is now an element of the card as we're going to talk about it. This is just what we have. That's no, right. this is uh, part of the, and I think it, it, really completes the diner feel, right? We've got everything from half-eaten cake to poor tip to surly server. It's, it's just everything you want. I, so far, aside from the mystery, I'm titillated. That's the only ver verb I can think of. Well, I wonder if we are going to figure out the surprise within the next page. Bobby, are you ready for the reveal? As I will ever be. Exactly. And be sure to place your bets at home, kids. Whatever you think the card is going to be about, if you hadn't looked on the social media yet, what it's all about, Bobby? I mean, 20 to 1 odds, it was a birthday card for a sad friend. I think 3 to 1, it was a St. Uncle's Day card. Coming in surprisingly strong, 6 to 1 VJ Day card, Victory Japan Day card. Um, <laughs> Funny enough, only 8 to 1 odds for VE Day. For some reason, it just doesn't feel very much a VE as much as a VJ. It's, you know, the numbers are off. <laughs> so we've all lost. Let's start there. We, we've all lost today. <laughs> This card just has another cream eggshell white background, whatever gradation of white you want to call. It. And then in blue ink, in sort of fairly legible diner waiter server script, is circled the word in all caps. Seriously? Or a question mark exclamation point. So if I take the whole card in totality, it's angry cat server named Joy. Having a hard day, it looks like. You finished your pie, you finished your coffee, you've left your 13 cent tip in 1932, and then you've left a coffee ring stain on the counter, and then the inside of the card says nothing else, but seriously? <laughs> so, Dan, once again, you and Jeff, friend of the, the animals, friend of the podcast, walk into the not Christmas shoppy, you spy this card, you're intrigued, you open the card. What happens to you? Where where are you? Because I wanted you to go first, and I'll tell you how I feel. I had no anticipation that night, Bobby, of finding a card that I think would have been worthy of the <laughs> podcast that night. I 
was walking through the Feast of San Gennaro, which, if you have not gone, is basically evolved into a carnival-like atmosphere that is way overcrowded. And while some of the vendors are kind of cool, and I definitely love supporting a small business, especially ones that you might find in Manhattan, I will say, you know, maybe find them on another day other than the Feast of San Gennaro. It's incredibly busy and claustrophobic, especially in our pandemic times. And if you want a Stracciatella gelato like I did, you can get those any day of the week. You didn't need to necessarily get them on during the festival. So when I I didn't expect to, I we were just trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. And I found this and I found myself laughing out loud in a way that was very uncomfortable for the employees of that shop who clearly did not feel very strongly about working there anyways. And I had to take the photo and explain to Jeff, no, you don't understand. This is for the podcast. I need to remember this because, and and I'm only thinking about this now that you brought up the tip, Bobby, because I remember seeing that change on the bottom, but I never put the two and two together. It's referencing the tip, isn't it? Like seriously, it, it must that's be how right. Like, Actually, I've only I just never put, that put those I, together until just now. I thought it was maybe the diner months. was closing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What was your thing? I was just saying I've had this card for four months. I've never thought about it until just now. You thought it was about the diner closing. I thought it was end of shift. Time to go home. The di- it's two a.m. Time to go home to your wife who you have been having a spat with, and you're like, "Can I get another piece of pound cake?" And then they're like, "Seriously, we've got to go. My four feet are killing me. I am also a cat." Interesting that you don't think that this is a twenty-four hour diner. You think they close, if- or are they just getting fed up with this depressing guy who's sitting there, pound cake after pound cake, going, "So my wife again." And it's like, "All right, I do not need you complaining. How about go home and communicate with your spouse? How hard is that? And how are you drunk at a diner? We don't serve alcohol. Well, it's all those banana floats they're getting." <laughs> Oh man! Because a lot of people don't know when you mix bananas with Coke, you basically make alcohol. Uh, disclaimer: Don't try that. But or do try it. It's not going to make you sick. Actually, we don't care. <laughs> Go ahead and try it. We don't care. Do whatever you want with yeah, your bananas. Yeah, exactly. We don't, it's not our business. We can't be held accountable, and also it doesn't do anything to you. I don't know what I was so scared about. <laughs> Maybe lying, but who cares? You know what? Bananas and Coke make you drunk. Do it. Do, do you it know right what now. your kids are doing with their Coke and bananas? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your bananas are in your kid's bedroom? Come on now. Yeah, this card. If it's if referencing the tip or not, this is a great card, in my opinion, because it is an open frontier to write whatever you want. This is for any occasion. It is a cat meme awkwardly put in the template of the old fashioned greeting card. And whether it works or not is up to you. But uh, I'm I'm astounded by its existence. And that's all that matters to me. Is this the first disapproval card we found? Because you've broken ground here, Dan, because I think this is a card you give someone when they have done something in action that you disapprove of and you don't have the ability or the gumption or perhaps it's not the right thing to stop them in the street and yell at them. So you give them a card and say, you know, they tell you they got back with Throm and you just say, seriously, Throm? Why do you have Throm? (laughs) I, I never thought of it like that, Bobby. That is a good point. Like, this is your first card expressing dissatisfaction with somebody but you want to do it in a cute way like i'm only slightly mad at you that kind of disapproval you want to give to your friend with but making it clear like no this isn't a deal breaker for being friends it's just more like i don't approve of what you did you went home with that one person with all of the crystal orbs that they bring with them to the bar and you guys are you guys had a good time and everything was fun but I'm not hanging out with any crystal orb guys. That's just not my thing. So I'm I'm slightly angry at you. This is you got mad at your roommate and you bought a, a really spur of the moment ticket to Turks and Caicos, but it's 
March, so it's not super nice. They're in our hemisphere, right? You've been there before. Are they the ones that they don't have winter when we have summer, right? Is that right? I don't know. I've never been to Turks and Caicos, but they are in our hemisphere. So I do. But it also is in the tropics. So are you asking whether or not it's warm? Is that what you're asking? My point is they blew their rent slash insulin payments on a trip to Turks and Caicos. (laughs) And you said, seriously? If you think about it from this end, Bobby, they had three things they had to pay for. Rent insulin or turks and caicos and which one's the most fun you can have two but no more okay that's the rule so uh probably turks and caicos and insulin which is that's the name of my jimmy buffett cover album (laughs) turks caicos and insulin this is the wild west of cards you can put down anything of which you either desperately or only slightly disapprove of i am i've never seen the like of it this is a blank check of cards Folks, if you find this card, or if you'd just like to print this out and put it on your own bootleg version of Microsoft Publisher, you can absolutely send this to someone in a disapproving fashion. If you've got a roommate that is taking all of the lentil pasta, this is for you. (laughs) Send it to them and go, hey, some of it is for me. I can't have gluten. You can have, you say it gives you a slight headache, which I don't even believe at this point. If you've got a cousin who keeps coming to your debutante ball and saying that they're the bell and you say, seriously, again, this is the fourth time. Keeps coming to your debutante. Well, I have a debutante ball once a year. I just know one of them's going to hit. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a distinguished member of society yet, but one day I can stop having cotillions and that can just, I can just be myself. Jillions of cotillions. Bajillions of cotillions. But listener, if you have a card that you want to, not even passive aggressively, directly aggressively, want to use this card for if you have a caption we would love to hear so please get in touch with us we would love to know at what point you would give someone a card where it just says seriously message us with proper captions or non-proper captions how would you passive aggressively or i guess this isn't passive aggressive this is full-on aggressive how would you aggressively give this disapproval card to your roommate that family member or that one friend that sent you to the quarry and said it'll be fun and then it wasn't because you can't swim in them because they're dangerous don't go to quarries says the cat who works at a diner also honestly it's a cat card so it's gonna get a high rating from me just a little spoiler alert now if this was a angry server of a human variety, I'm not even sure I'd pick this up. I feel like it would just go right over my head. But the fact we've got an angry little kitty, that, that makes it more fun. It softens the blow. Why tip a cat so low? They got a job. That's hard for them. They don't have thumbs. Yeah, the cat, if it was just a person saying seriously, you'd feel bad about yourself. But because it's a cat, you think, all right, I have time to make amends. I can do it. I know. Exactly. I know. I shouldn't have got back together with Brimberly. We don't have a good relationship. We only watch Rush Hour 3. It's the only film where <laughs> we allow ourselves to watch. I get it. You only watch Rush Hour 3. Your favorite dessert you guys like every time you watch it is whipped cream with no sugar. You guys bought a casket that you guys share to sleep in because you saw what we do in the shadows and we're like, let's do that. You and Brimberly are not a healthy relationship. And it's no judgment. It's just some pairings aren't good. Wine and Turks and Caicos is a great pairing. That's awesome. But, you know, sediment and wine and Turks and Caicos in that order is not a great Wine and insulin. Not a good idea because wine is just mostly sugar. You don't want to do that. Insulin in Turks and Caicos. If you need insulin and you're going to Turks and Caicos, that's a good pairing. Brimberly is the red wine to your insulin. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to rank. I, I Dan, I, I wish you would, by all means. Bobby, where would you put this card on your fridge? This is high up there. I mean, what can you say? It's it's unlike anything I've ever seen before. This is fridge. I'm going to put this like off to the right 
hand side of the fridge. I like it. I was in even from the beginning. I thought the cat was very charismatic and I was definitely in with the coffee stain. And then the end, it stuck the landing. So few cards do. It's hard to end well. And this one did it. I love it. I'm so glad you do because I, at the end of the day, love this card. I think it is before I thought about it from the tip perspective, like thinking that the cat is reacting to the tip, I thought it was an incredibly absurd card that they were just like, seriously. And now that I think about it, it would be something you give to somebody because they have disappointed you in some way. And I'm so grateful there there are disappointment cards out there. Finally, my resolution is coming true as we speak. And so for that reason, this card gets high marks. It's going to be freezer door left near the handle itself so that I can see this card at eye level every time because it is fun. And it's going to stay up for a long time because the one thing I'll say about these more ambiguous cards with their theming, there's no reason to take them down with a time limit because it's like, well, it's not going to feel weirdly like Christmas or my birthday or St. Uncle's Day. We can enjoy this for a longer period of time. So this is definitely going to be a long time card might collect some dust, but that grouchy cat face, it'll be it'll remind me to tip my servers. And of course, always tip 130% if you can, guys. Yeah, it's a perennial card. You don't need to water it very often. It's always going to be there. Minimal maintenance. It's just there to tell you that whatever decision you made, we disapprove of. And it has a beautiful odor in the springtime, very mm. much like caramel and bees. <sighs> a refreshing smell for a refreshing part of the year. I'm so glad we gave this a high review, Bobby. I'm so glad you enjoyed it, and I'm so glad you were here to enjoy it with me. There's no reason for me to give you this card because I'm not disappointed at all in how we felt about this. What do you think? Good start? Oh, thanks, Dan. This is a lovely start to the year. I can't wait to have an opportunity also to use this card because I definitely will with someone somewhere who will do something that I don't approve of, and believe me, I will make my feelings known. I will too. This will be part of me making my feelings known to somebody because I'm already not that good at it a lot of the time, but it can be made easier with greeting cards because that's their only goddamn job. Mm -hmm. And if you are going to use this to express your feelings to someone who has disappointed you, or if you just want to check out our bullshit, be sure to find us at greetings pod on Instagram or at greetings cast on Twitter for as long as that survives. And by all means, feel free to DM us, rate us on Apple podcasts. That'll help us a lot. And join us in this next year where just more insanity will happen. Bobby, are you done with your tab? Are you buying another piece of sponge cake? Can I get you another T-bone and eggs? What are we doing? You know, it's a late night. I got to get home to the wives. 2023 is going to be a year for you and me. Seriously? Seriously? Seriously. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Uh, Seriously. You can't go home, but you got to stay here. That's the way I would do it if I had to die. Stay here. You can't leave. Let me cook you another T-bone extra wet. Seriously. <laughs> Enjoy your ostr- or your turkey. Enjoy your enjoy your turkey ostrich. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Testing is the best thing when you're resting inside a siesta. Ing. Now and I'm going, I'm feeling fine, I'm full of brine, and I can't, I lost my diner's club card.